welcome back to another episode of Watching the Game. Very special episode. I'm here joined by Idris. We have Yasser as well and Yunus. We're here to talk about March Madness, baby. After a year absence. Go Blue. Uh, no. Michigan is a first round exit, as always. Um, no. Second, second round. <laughs> I heard Second round. Second round exit. LSU is going to wipe the floor with them. Hell yeah, bro. LSU is too good. Yeah. Uh, Michigan's definitely going to make it pretty deep. Just talk about, talk about Michigan later. Not right now. All right. Let's talk about... All right. Let's talk about the real team that's going to win it all. Illinois, number one seed. The Purdue Boilermakers. Four seed State, out of the South region. Beat Iowa beat Rutgers last <laughs> week en route to the Big Ten Championship. You know, they also deserved the regular season title, but of course Michigan canceled games so that they could get the title, you know. But now, now is the real time for you know Illinois to shine. They're going all the way. All right, well, let's talk about some things within the bracket, all right? Who is extremely under-seeded? Uh, Oklahoma State and Virginia probably should, uh, and West Virginia probably should have been flipped. <clears throat> Oregon yes. State. Under-seeded? They were, under, they were the fifth seed. In the Pac-12? No, they're over No, they're not good. They're fine. 12 seed, it's not like they're good. They only got in because they won the Pac-12. Yeah, exactly. True, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like LSU could have been a little higher. And no, 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 no. Georgia Tech and uh, and Loyola Chicago. That is the stupidest thing. First off, both of them are criminally underseeded. And second off, you put them to you, – you make them face each other in the first round. Just idiotic. That was the biggest mess up of all time in the uh, – with the damn committee. They they did that literally only so they could guarantee Illinois could play Loyola. Which is stupid. Yeah, that's true. They also tried to put Oklahoma State that low because they wanted to guarantee they would play Illinois. Uh, Illinois got rock, got absolutely host, to be honest. Like, Gonzaga, Gonzaga's bracket... It's good, but all the top four teams in it, they already beat them this year. So that was stupid. I don't understand how the how you put that together. Michigan's bracket is like... Michigan's bracket, I have no idea who's going to come out and win that bracket. Like, I still think I still think Michigan loses to LSU in the second round. But Michigan's bracket's interesting because I like Alabama and I also like Texas. Those, yeah, Michigan. I agree probably, with your point. Those two might clash. I have a feeling uh, that um, if Michigan, the winner between Michigan and LSU, I have a feeling they're gonna play Georgetown. I feel, I see them making two upsets. Georgetown and the Sweet 16? Yeah. Damn. I don't know about I that I got a bold one. prediction then. I don't know about that one. 
I, I do think LSU is a pretty dangerous team, even though they don't have like a good defense. But <clears throat> they beat Arkansas last week. They almost beat Alabama. Trendon Watford is a beast, and so is Cameron Thomas. But even they play St. Bonaventure in the first round could definitely beat them too. And that's why I'm saying I have no idea who's going to come out of this region. I think uh, a sleeper is uh, UConn. In my opinion, I think they're the best... Uh, I think they're the best seven seed in the whole bracket, and they can make a run. They get the right matchups. That's that's what I'm trying to figure out. Is UConn could UConn beat Alabama? It's like I don't know. I want to say maybe, <clears throat> but I really don't know. Yeah, it's sad that they have to play at Alabama. I mean. Maybe, well, Alabama's not going to lose to Iona, but that would be kind of funny if it could happen. I mean, Ma- I mean Maryland can win. Rick Pitino is, uh, you know, inevitable. Mar- no, Maryland's not going to win. They're not good. It's, it's possible. Doubt it. They lost to Michigan, who didn't even have livers. Their coach is a turd. I don't, they're not going to win. I think they're also overmatched against UConn. Uh, what else? What about the South? Is Baylor going to win that region? <clears throat> um. Uh, my, professional input. my professional input as a as a non-biased fan, I think Purdue handles them in the Sweet 16. Think, oh my uh, god. I think as a Bro, guys, I'm not guys, you're gonna lose non-biased, to I swear. I think as a non-biased fan, uh Purdue won't beat Winthrop in round two. So yeah. Bro, Travion Williams is gonna baby the entire tournament, bro. Everyone. No, no, what? No one can guard Villanova. Villanova might sneak out with a win, but Purdue will definitely beat them. You see that? Purdue. Villanova's not getting there. Be Villanova's not getting to the second round. Bro, I see everyone. I see so many people saying Winthrop is going to beat Villanova to the point where I think the opposite is going to happen. There's no way Villanova loses. Yeah, exactly. I think people are underestimating Jay Wright as a coach. But I do, but like I do understand that Gillespie's hurt. But even outside, like outside of that, they're still like a decent team. They lost to Georgetown though, and they lost to Providence th- a few days before that. Bro, everyone, everyone lost to Georgetown. They, they lost, Georgetown ran through the Big East. They lost to Providence, who lost to DePaul. No, the Big East is just a big mess. Yeah, exactly. I don't have don't anyone. No one in the Big East passed the round of 32. Even that, I'm stretching. Like, Creighton... Creighton, eh, I liked them earlier in the year, but now right now, Nova has... Bro, Creighton can lose in the first round. That's a potential. Creighton wins against UCSV. They play Virginia. They don't play Virginia. 
Well, Ohio's going to beat Virginia. Hell yeah, bro. Ohio's going to beat Virginia. Jason Preston, dude, that guy's a beast. You know, I had a feeling when they played Illinois earlier in the year, I was like, this team's going to be scary in March, and they're here, and they're scary. Plus, Virginia has, isn't even able to practice that much because of COVID. So, I don't know. <clears throat> they like they and they only need they needed that buzzer beater three to beat Syracuse too. Let's not forget that. So they're not that impressive. I'll tell you who's a sleeper to come out of the West. USC. I think Evan Mobley is just gonna put the team on his back. Yes. And carry them. I think USC, first, I don't see them getting beat by Wichita State or Drake. I don't. Well, Kansas. They could definitely beat Kansas, especially if Kansas <laughs> is still missing players due to COVID. Evan Mobley can shut down Luca Garza, or if Oregon gets there, they already beat Oregon this year. Uh, then, obviously, they have to beat Gonzaga. So, that, that one, I'm... Hesitating on, but they won't be. I don't know, man. I, I don't know, man. He could do it. I have faith in Evan Mobley that he can do it because Evan Mobley is like a bona fide NBA player, so maybe he'd be able to carry them. But do they have enough help around him? That's the problem. I mean, either way, they're still one of the best uh, also, rebounding but also shot-blocking teams in the country. I could also see him getting out in the first round, to be honest. Well, if, if Drake was healthy, but Drake is missing two of their best players. Wichita State isn't really that Which is good. unfortunate. It's not like Drake... No, honestly. It's not like Drake... Beat any good teams besides Loyola one out of three times. Uh, they were ranked though. They used to be. They were ranked for like. They literally. It was. It was kind of funny, like honestly. They, they got. They got ranked. They got ranked, and then they immediately the next day they lost Loyola Charlotte by like thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I wouldn't. Then they don't really scare me. Um. What else? Any big, big upsets, like 13 versus uh, 4, 14 versus 3, 15 versus 2. Colgate in Arkansas. No. Everyone keeps <laughs> saying this because for some reason, all the computers are like, oh, Colgate is pretty good. You know, Colgate has played five teams all season. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah they played five and teams and they just... In a crappy conference... <laughs> Like, yeah, they dominated, but these were all crappy teams. It's not impressive at all. It's insane. Imagine playing five, five teams the entire year. And, like, none of those teams played any non-conference games either. So all the numbers are skewed. I wish uh, I wish Liberty got a different uh, first-round opponent instead of Oklahoma State. 
Yeah, Cade Cunningham is gonna be tough to deal, tough to deal with. I just wouldn't pick a team that has um multiple what's it called NBA draft prospects to lose early. That's what I would like lose round one. Thing is, bro, we have we have no idea how this is gonna go, right? Because. I mean, we didn't have a March Madness last year, so we kind of, uh, like we we kind of forgot like the feel of it. But then also, it's going to be in a completely different environment. It's only going to be at three locations, and it's going to be it's a bubble, and like there's not going to be nearly as much fans. There's going to be only like a couple thousand fans. So there's not so there might be less upsets because there's not going to be like usually usually there'll be like a crap ton of fans cheering on the underdog. But you're not going to have that this year, so I wonder if that'll affect like the outcomes, or if there'll still be the normal amount of upsets. Yeah, I definitely see a less amount of upsets happening. That's what I think. Is what, <laughs> that's, not, I, that's not what I want, but I think that's what's going to happen. I mean, in 2019, there were not that many upsets. Let me see. 2019, it was kind of dry in terms of how many upsets there were. There was like what was it? There was UC Irvine, Oregon who was actually a lot better, but they were injured the entire year. And then like Liberty, nobody else. And uh, Murray State. Even that was like. Yeah. Even Everyone that was like that they had jaw. Are they really gonna lose? That was like that was a expected upset. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, let me see. Okay. So if we're just going by seeds in the first round, well, actually 20 and 12 better seed in 2019, 23 and nine better seed in 2018. But 2018 was like second round. There was, it was all crazy. There was all upsets there, and obviously Virginia lost. <clears throat> so I would say uh, maybe how many? I'll count one, two, three, four, five, six, six. Um, like double-digit seeds winning in the first round, maybe. And then split on the eight nine. Oh. My sleepers are basically Winthrop, LSU, USC, and um, maybe Ohio, Florida State. Uh, I don't know. Ohio's good. Too. I'll give you. A, I'll give you a sleeper. My sleeper is Texas Tech. Succeed in uh in the South region. I think they can make it to at least the Sweet Sixteen, maybe even the maybe even the Elite Eight if they could handle Ohio State or Arkansas. But my my reasoning is, I think Mac McClung can go crazy. He just he can just have like a random a random hot streak and just go off. I don't think he has what it takes. I see them making the Sweet Sixteen, but. Losing to Ohio State. Sweet. Uh, yeah. 
I, I like Ohio State a lot. Ohio State and LSU are both pretty similar because they're both better offensive than defensive teams. And they both struggle to close out games. But, like, when they're on, they're amazing. Which is very dangerous to pick, but also could hit very well. I've been I've been searching for all the freaking, like, methodologies to try and find if there's, like, a specific way. But I really can't find anything. What do you mean? Like, um, when they put the these top 20 team if this number if this seed is ranked top 20 in Ken Palm they'll always win but even that doesn't always be oh. true there's no one metric that's like perfect yeah it's too hard let's go you guys want to go over games to watch which games do you guys think will be the best in the first round um, bro, I think there's there's a lot of good games in uh in the Midwest region. Midwest region might be honestly the closest, and to, or at least Loyola Chicago, Georgia Tech, Oklahoma State, and Liberty, and then San Diego State and Syracuse. I think could all be like very close down to the wire. Yeah. And outside of the South region, LSU and St. Bonaventure will be very close. Oh, Colorado and Georgia Town. That'd be close. Maybe um, even UConn, Maryland. UConn, Maryland, maybe. <clears throat> maybe. But um, and then the West, I would say, uh, Virginia, Ohio is gonna be close. Either way, Oregon, VCU will also be close. And then in the South. UNC Wisconsin is also a great game. I think Wisconsin is going to win that game. I don't know. A lot of people seem high on Wisconsin, but I haven't seen them, like, seriously win in, like, two months. So. I don't really think they'll. I don't really think so. Um, Nova Winthrop. And Arkansas Colgate probably will be a little close, but Arkansas should still win. Virginia Tech Florida is a weird game because both of those teams have played like less games than most teams. And they both looked like really bad and really good. So I have no idea who's gonna win that game. Also, if there's one two seed that's gonna lose, it's gonna be Iowa. Because Grand Canyon's pretty good. So. Really? That's a bold prediction. I don't think so. I'm just saying if there was going to be one. I think Ohio State also. Oral Roberts? Not really about who they play. It's about themselves. Yeah. Uh, it's possible for sure. Alright, uh, let's move on to uh, the NFL. Where uh, the Bears 
got Russell Wilson, right? I think didn't that happen? So I mean they made their shot. They offered two starters, three first round picks. But they ended up signing Andy Dalton. <clears throat> gonna sign Andy Dalton. And then we're gonna trade up for Justin Fields, right? Yeah. I actually yeah, think Justin Fields for sure they're gonna trade up for someone. Maybe Justin Fields. Whoever the fourth QB is, whether it's Lance or Fields, they're going to trade up for them. Because there's no way they're like, oh, we're just going to go with Andy Dalton only. Or Andy Dalton plus About goals, or Andy Trey Dalton Lance, plus the backup to Andy Dalton. Gardner Minshew. Possibly starting midseason. I mean, sure, if it works. This just reminds me of Mike Glennon again. There's no way they're actually going into a make-or-break season with just Andy Dalton. I mean, hey, they both have orange hair, so I see the similarities. Bro, my problem is the fact that they only offer. <laughs> do you guys really think I'm crazy? I'm crazy. The fact that they only offer three first round picks for Watson. Like, bro, you your entire like. More. Yes, bro. I told you. I told you. I told you guys already. Literally, give them five first round picks. You give can't. them five straight, straight up. Why? You is can only like do rule? three drafts, and on draft night you can do a fourth, which means the max we can give up is four. Oh, this one. Give them four, four first, uh, two seconds, and then boom. I mean, sure, in theory, they could still trade for them, but I just don't think either team is trying to trade them right no, now. No, he's not going to trade. I don't know. I don't. He's not going to. Yeah, so what, I'm saying, not gonna... hopefully you can trade up to like 11 or something. You trade your first twenty, and then a second next year, and the and your second this year, and you can move up to like not to like eleven, maybe another late round pick too. Like think about this, okay? Um, Jaguars pick Lawrence, Jets pick QB two. Say the Dolphins pick an offense pick Sewell. The Falcons decide they're not going to pick a QB yet because Matt Ryan's going to be here for like two more years. Bengals aren't picking a QB. Um, Eagles, they could they decide they're sticking with Hurts. What else? Lions, they just got golf. They're not going to pick a QB yet. Panthers pick a QB. Okay, there's your third. Ninth, maybe the Broncos are like, we're going to stick with Drew Locke. We're going to sign some veteran. Cowboys aren't going to pick a QB. Then you trade up to 11 with the Giants. You can get your QB. That honestly makes sense to me. Maybe even the Jets decide they're going to stick with um, Sam Darnold, but I don't think that's going to happen. They could. I don't know, man. I just feel like we're stuck. We might as well just blow it up. I also it also is annoying me that everyone's like, why didn't you just get Dalton last year? But Dalton wasn't available until like May. You would have had to trade for him just like you traded for Foles too. True. But uh, yeah, I don't know why give him ten million. You probably could have gotten him for like half that. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. It blows my and then mind there's right the other now, thing yeah. of like he's basically just a slightly. I don't think he's better enough than Foles that you're that you should give him that much. Basically, I won't be that mad about it if we get a rookie QB, 
even though it's still at that point won't make a lot of sense. But if we don't get a rookie QB, then I'm going to be pissed. Man, we're stuck. There's literally, like, I feel like there's no direction, honestly. We're stuck. I wish, like, I wish we could have got James. On the Saints. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, there. James was a lot higher ceiling than Dalton. Lower floor, but much higher ceiling. Um... Alright, what other big moves has there been that we liked? I mean, New England's been making moves. Yeah, they got salty move that time won. Every single move they've done. I don't know. I, I like some of I like some of the players they've gotten, but they're kind of overpaying. Like Janu and Hunter Henry, that's a good duo, but that's a lot of money to pay to two tight ends. Yeah. And then and the other moves were like kind of irrelevant to be honest. And then Born Kendrick Bourne and, and Nelson Aguilar. I like them. T- well, I like them too, but that's a lot of money for Aguilar. That is that is hell of money. Thirteen million, no. even if it's just two years. Like wow. I mean, he did have a good year last year, but thirteen million is too much. Ten max. Tr- they could trade for like Deshaun, then it won't matter that much. But still, wow. Though I do think Cam is going to have a much better year now that he has actual guys to throw to and not just Nikhil Harry. Hey, no Nikhil Harry slander tolerated. Sucks. Nikhil Harry is a bull. I I liked him out of the draft, but he sucks. He works on Jacoby Myers. See, now you got Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar, and um, Kendrick Bourne. So that's not that bad. Julian Edelman was basically out all year. Then you can maybe draft another guy at 15. Chad Bateman. Draft Mac Jones. Oh. You're sticking with Cam. The offensive line is already one of the best in the league. So they're going to be back next year. I don't know. I think they could definitely be a wild card team at this point. I gotta compete with the Bills, though. I think I think, I think the Bills Buffalo still has the upper hand. I think the AFC East. I think the Bills can only get better from last season, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Bills—they still need a tight end. They don't have any good tight end. Like Dawson Knox isn't that good. So if they want to take a next level, they need they need better tight end. They also need to run the ball better. That's why they should draft a running back. If they could get Travis Etienne, that would be great. Even Etienne or Najee Harris. That'd be big. Yeah. I can't believe the Chiefs got Joe Thune. That was a great signing. Like, now they're in the The interior of the offensive line is great. They got rid of Mitchell Schwartz, though. Schwartz is Schwartz and uh, Fisher are both injured, and Schwartz might retire actually. So it's not that big of a deal. Had they gotten Trent Williams too, that would have been insane. But that would be insane, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, bro, Trent Trent Williams got a bag and then some. Yeah. 
But now the Chiefs are going to have to draft tackle round one for sure. Offensive tackles round one for sure. Yeah, that's their main priority right now. Then round two, they're probably going to need to draft a receiver because Hardman isn't that good and Watkins is a free agent and all. So. But there's like a quick path to repeating as AFC champion again. Why haven't the Ravens signed Kenny Galladay? Like, what are they waiting for here? I mean, hey, the Jags are making moves for Trevor Lawrence. Weapons for him. The Ravens need Kenny Galladay extremely badly. They should be all Mm -hmm. over him. There's no reason not to get him. They have no good receivers whatsoever. Do they want to help Lamar Jackson? Like, dude, look what the Cardinals are doing. They traded for Rodney Hudson. They just signed A.J. Green. They signed J.J. Watt earlier, obviously. Like, they're making all these moves to help Kyler Murray. Homework. The Ravens aren't making enough of those moves. To me, I see the Cardinals as the 2020 Bucks. I really hope they get Galladay. What do you guys... What about Juju? I know you won't go to the Ravens. You won't go to another division. Juju's going to go to the Dolphins. That's what I think. Dolphins? To the Dolphins? I think so. That's what I, I don't know. But remember, remember the uh, the rumors in the beginning of the free agent, uh, beginning of the year? Him saying he was going to go to the Packers? Hell, <laughs> bro. bro the fact that those rumors started because they wore a, a, the Packers skin in Fortnite, that's just... <laughs> People read too much into everything. I I don't think he'll go to the Packers. The Packers, I don't think they have the cap space for it. <clears throat> the Dolphins might be able to make it work. Well, speaking of the Packers, Packers are absolute like morons. You they signed AJ Dillon. You, no, no, no. They drafted AJ Dillon last year in the second round, and you're like, okay, maybe that makes sense. So they'll just let Aaron Jones walk. No, instead they give him like a pretty large contract in terms of like for run, for a running back, and so and in turn they lost Corey Lindsley, one of the, one of if not the best center in the league. Yeah. I mean they let Jamal Williams walk, and they're running AJ Dillon as the backup. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why they're gonna do that. It's not a good idea. They sure like, enough signed Aaron Jones. The resigned Aaron Jones. I think they could have could have kept Jamal Williams for a lot less, and then had Jamal Williams and AJ Dillon. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what the Packers were doing make makes no sense. Absolutely. Fortunately, but they'll still. Fortunately, they'll still as of now, the they'll still easily win the NFC North. They'll still, yeah, they'll still win the NFC North. <laughs> unless unless That's the Bears the, actually get Justin Fields or Lance, and they are good. In the positive, on the positive note, we have Mike P- uh, Patton, so he could stop the run game of Green Bay. That's, that's okay. I don't think this is the time to like. Mike Patton isn't gonna make up the difference between Andy Dalton and Aaron Rodgers. All right, I get that, but I mean, we gotta stay positive here, man. Sean, Sean, decide will figure it out. Um. What other moves has there been? 
the, so yeah, the, you brought up the Jaguars. They've been signing a bunch of. They only signed like one starter, like player who's been a starter though. They only Shaq Griffin. <coughs> Everyone else Marvin they signed Jones. like Rayshon Jenkins, Roy Robertson, Harris. Those are all guys who've been backups mainly. So, Added Marvin Jones on oh, offense. Marvin Jones too. I forgot about that. That was nice. Yeah, that was. They maybe if they can get like a good tackle, if they can get if they can trade for Orlando Brown, maybe that would be great. About the football team releasing Alex Smith and uh, not sticking with Taylor Heineke. Well, I mean, no, I think they, I think they kind of are sticking. With, no, they should stick with Taylor Heineke. Magic, bro, that's an amazing QB. If uh, anything, uh, that yeah, that's an amazing QB room, and I like the Fitzpatrick signing because you have a, uh, you have Heineke, and then if Heineke proves that that wild card game was a fluke, then you just have Fitzgerald Fitzpatrick as a uh, as a security blanket until next year. Yeah. They also replaced um, Ronald Darby with William Jackson. That was an upgrade. Indeed. Um, what a team has made moves. I honestly can't remember. We talked about uh, Trent Williams going to the Niners. You guys think Brissett's the backup to Tua? Or is there a competition there? Yeah, I think he's going to be 100%. He's the backup. Got to give Tua another year. People, I think people are giving up on him way too early. Oh, definitely. Like, people who think he's already done, like, they need to chill. He just started sure. one year. Um, after Bud Dupree, I mean, they still have Jadeveon Clowney under contract, but you guys think he's going to walk? Wait, I thought Jadeveon Clowney was... I thought he was a free agent. He's still under contract, or I might have... No, he's a, yeah, he's a free agent, too, so I don't think... He's a free agent? I don't think he's coming back. Um, I think that's it, to be honest. I can't think of any other things that happen. The Jets yeah. picked up Corey Davis. Oh, yeah, the Jets got that's Corey Davis. Signing. And they got someone else, too. Um, who was the other guy the Jets got? Corey Davis. Who? They got Justin Hardy. No, no, there's someone else they got. I'm trying, I cannot remember. I, I don't know. Carl Lawson. Oh, yeah, 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 there it is. Yeah, that, I like what the Jets have been doing. Both those players are good. Oh, 
can't, can't forget. Bears re-signed Jermaine Effetti and Dion Bush. Oh, yeah. League, league is done. The league is done. Oh, you guys are getting re-bagged Cairo Santos. True, true. Yes, sir. Best uh, Second best kicker in uh, franchise history. Robbie Gold will forever be number one. League is done, bro. It's finally Dion Bush's breakout year. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. What is that guy keeps staying with them? Like, did they finally promise him the starting job? Like, I, I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> he started the uh, he started the wild card game, didn't he? Against, started uh, the wild card game. The, the Eagles never started a game since they kept they signed Ha Ha to Sean Gibson. Like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Uh, we're just saying the Bears uh, the Bears Instagram and Twitter wished Cordero Patterson a happy birthday but they haven't resigned him yet <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think they can like we're already capped we have basically the same Watch player it. that we already extended in Cohen like it just won't work true I mean we can't yeah. score any points on offense we need some on special teams then you just put Cohen back there for kickoff turns. You really can't do much. I hope Cohen, Cohen, return I hope Cohen returns. I hope Cohen returns to form. Like that man. That man before he got hurt was insane. Yeah, I think he'll be. He comes back. It's not like he's playing every single snap on the field. Yeah. See, now, true, true. now the Cohen-Montgomery um, tandem can be great. Like, both of them are now, can now peak, you know, so. Alright. Uh, let's move on to our last segment, Champions League. So, six of a, out of eight, well, basically seven out of eight teams are through and Chelsea is almost through. So, no Messi or Ronaldo in the quarterfinal. That is something. Yeah, man. Sad to say it, but time's running short. Funny, because Juventus isn't going to advance, but Ronaldo's whole team, Real Madrid, is going to. It's, they they should have never, he should have never left. It, it never worked out. Like, neither has had any success. Both of them won, like, a, a league title, but neither of them have had success in the Champions League since. They need each other. Like, I still don't understand why he left in the first place. That Porto game was great, though. Yeah, that was down to the wire. Chiesa... Open Juventus get back in the game, then they go to extra time, and Porto seals the deal. It's the second away goal. That's why I hate away goals. Like, really? Why? Why is that? Away goals shouldn't be what's it called? 
Especially with this year, I mean, since there's not really any fans, so it doesn't really differ. That's true. Um, who else made it through? So Bayern's blowing out Lazio. They're gonna get through. It looks, looks like they're gonna get through. Uh, so in terms of Barcelona, I feel so bad for Messi because that team. They, just, I mean, Neymar didn't even play either game. They lost five to two. Come on, what is this? What are we doing here? Severely about Liverpool can't even win in their own league, but winning Champions League. So if Liverpool can win the Champions League with all the injuries they have, that is a miracle. They literally all half their team has been out for the entire year. I'm not like it's been very bad in the league, but right now if they can win Champions League, who cares? They're not going to win Champions League. They're going to win, guaranteed. Oh, not really. Final eight teams, we have Porto, Dortmund, Liverpool, PSG, Real Madrid, Man City, Dortmund, Bayern, and Chelsea. Dortmund is dangerous. They hit five goals on Sevilla, too. They, they are dangerous. Yeah, the thing is, I have a feeling Haaland's going to transfer. To another team this offseason. I don't think he's going to go this year. Maybe next year. Teams are trying to go after him. He can go to Real Madrid, maybe. Next year. Next year. The Real beat Atalanta, so they're through. They, they don't need Holland, bro. They still got Benzema churning out goals. Uh, Man City got, got through again, so they're definitely going to lose next round as they never get past the quarterfinals. And like you said, Bayern and Chelsea. So Chelsea is probably going to be Atletico right now unless they choke hard. I, I wonder, Chelsea could actually win it all. They haven't lost the game since they fired Lampard. Uh, Thomas Tuchel has been killing it as a coach. Edouard Mendy, man. That man's a beast in Champions League matches. Yeah, I honestly, I hope. Uh, but if I were to guess right now, Porto will probably lose the next round. And City... And then besides that, I don't know. I have to see what the matchups are, obviously. City would get lucky once again if they get to play Porto. Pepe got on his win at Ronaldo. They better not. They always they always get what's uh, favorable draws. I get sick of that. So, I think that about wraps it up. So, we will be back with you next week to recap the first couple of rounds of March Madness. I'll be signing off. Sir, once Purdue makes the Sweet 16. Yeah, that's, that's not happening. Illinois all the way. Winthrop. Illinois all the way, too. All right.